Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode one of the Confessions of a Momlennial podcast. This is me, the Momlennial herself. And I wanted to take a little bit of time today before we got started with our first podcast to tell you a little bit more about myself. I'm the mom of two precocious, crazy, blonde hair, blue eyed little boys. I teach middle school English. I have been married to my high school sweetheart since 2010, and we have been together since 2003. And really, this podcast stems from my love and desire to tell stories. For years as a kid, I drafted stories in little homemade books. My mom still has them in my closet at her house. As a teenager, my girlfriend and I dedicated two little black notebooks to all of my poetry and her poetry. As an adult, I got lost in the world of being responsible and fought, forgot how important my own words and my own story can be. I tried blogging before. I had a blog, and that's a whole nother story, but I never really thought that anybody would care what I had to say about the world, what my perspective was. I doubt anybody really does, but in 2014, when I became pregnant with my first son and we were living 600 miles away from family, I took advantage of their interest in my life and began a pregnancy blog. Since then, I found a lot of peace and quiet and the ability to share my story And I've been looking for a way to not only expand my own storytelling, but to give people a platform to tell their own story. So if you like a no BS approach to adulting, momming, or just life in general, you want to hear about the most innovative and interesting approaches to education, raising your kids mindfully, and you like to challenge yourself socially, emotionally, and physically, keep your ears here, guys. This is the next step in my journey to creating a platform, and I cannot wait to take this journey with you. So today on Confessions of a Momlennial podcast, we are going to talk about the 10 things I can't do as a mom. One of my biggest fears in life has always been people thinking that I'm a bad mom or a mom who doesn't know what she's doing which when you say that out loud, it's absurd. Nobody has all the answers in this mom situation, but we do live in a world today that operates in an Instagram reality, a hyper-digital world. And as a result, we're hyper-judgmental. Of course, these are things that we all probably do, but they're also things I've seen moms judging and criticizing other moms for doing. There's something to be said for the changing landscape of parenthood and parenting, However, there's still a very distinct mold that many moms, including myself, feel that they're supposed to fit into. And since I became a mom, this mold was something that I've always struggled with. I've tried to wrap my mind around that without driving myself absolutely crazy, and some days I'm not very good at it. There have been too many things people have either said or alluded to that are no-go activities now that I'm a mom. But here are my top 10 favorite. Number 10, cuss, especially the F word. Obviously, actively cussing at my children would be abusive and not something that I advocate by any means. However, I'm really great at that active internal dialogue when my four-year-old's being a total pain in the butt. Most of the words during that internal dialogue are four-letter words that would make a sailor blush. But sometimes there's nothing else I can think to say that adequately describes my feelings like a cuss word. I'm always very honest about that. But that didn't change when I expelled that child from my, my womb. I didn't fail to still like to do that. What did change, though, was the healthy understanding that my kid is an excellent parrot. 
I didn't want to have to explain why my adorable blue-eyed little boy said, oh, damn, when he dropped something in his preschool class. So here's my suggestion. Cuss away, moms, but do yourself a favor. Learn how to put it inside or in a space where your kids can't hear you. Bathroom, closet, wherever. But just know, good luck. May the odds ever be in your favor, friend. Number nine, be critical of my kids. I love my children unconditionally. This also means that I reserve the right and the privilege to give them unfiltered, critical, and meaningful feedback. One of my mom's goals has been always to make sure that my kids understand that an adult's job is not only to keep them safe, but to teach them lessons and maybe offer a better way to do things based on their own experience. I also want my kids to be able to have a conversation about their future and missteps without being overly emotional or get their feelings hurt and take that criticism personally. Number eight, tell my kids they are amazing. On the other side of the spectrum, I often find myself being judged or feeling judged when I want to praise my child or express how amazing they actually are. I grew up in the household where my parent was the first to question what I did and oftentimes one of the last to openly express their pride. This doesn't mean that my parent wasn't proud of me. It just means that I 100% want my kids to know they're amazing, but that I will not hesitate to tell them when they're being less than amazing. It's all about balance. Number seven, complain about being a mom. Being a mom sucks a lot of the time. While our society is becoming more and more accepting of the momming's hard freaking work reality, I don't always find myself so sympathetic to it. My mom made it look so easy. She worked night shift as a nurse and never missed a game, a recital, a performance. Anything that we were doing, she was always there. And I can't even keep my damn house uncluttered. I'm sure some of you can relate, right? So here's what I've had to do over the last couple of months. Embrace the shittiness, but don't revel in it. Identify it and then move on. Someday that'll actually come to fruition for me. I'm getting better at it. Number six, miss the relationship I had with my husband before kids. Remember being able to languish in bed with your significant other without a foot in your face? Unless that's your thing, and then hashtag no judgment. Remember being able to just jump in the car and go for a random drive to a random town to see a random movie without a screaming toddler or two in tow? Those were the days. We would look at each other, and I wouldn't be a mess with a kid attached to my hip or boob, and we were just us. Yes, I've come to realize it's okay to miss those days and it's okay to realize that eventually in some long years, they will be back and it will just be the two of us again and we'll probably miss all this craziness. So it's okay to miss that. It's okay to understand that that relationship is still important. Number five, criticize my mom bod. Here's my favorite quote when I look at pictures. I wish I was as fat as I was back when I really thought I was fat. I regularly hear moms and dads say this. First, preach. Second, shut up. We're busy as heck and sometimes our hot mom bod takes a back seat. Full of Oreos and pizza in my my case. And repeat after me. That is okay for now. See, I'm a big believer in letting things be if you're happy and your health isn't in danger. However, if you're truly unhealthy and feel miserable, then find a way to get moving both literally and figuratively. Lately, I have completely jumped back on the healthy lifestyle wagon. Um, I didn't say ban diet wagon. You cannot put all of your eggs in one basket and expect anything to miraculously change overnight. It's baby steps. Until then, seriously, I hate my flabby baby belly and jiggly thighs, but my babies are cute as hell and my hubby doesn't even seem to hate them. Number four, just want me time regularly and need a break. 
Sometimes I just need a mental, physical, emotional break from the expectations I set for myself. It has nothing to do with the people around me and everything to do with me. Quietness is difficult to come by in my life, as I'm sure it is with everybody else. I teach 7th graders by day and I mom by night. Sometimes someone always needs me and it's downright exhausting at times. Moms, we all deserve the chance to do something other than being a mom that makes our soul happy. So take the break. Tell your partner you need 15 minutes and take it. Read a book after the kids go to bed instead of immediately putting away the dishes and doing the laundry. Everything is going to still be there in the morning. I promise the world will not end. Number three, enjoy my job. I love my job. Even if I came home miserable or defeated one day, I could not imagine doing anything else. I am fulfilled in so many ways for my job. Many times I get flack for that. The whole, but someone else is raising your kids vibe eats me alive most day. But you know what? If I didn't go to work every day, if I didn't fill up that part of me, I wouldn't be who I am. And I'm sorry, but that's not okay. Sometimes I would like to be that mom that attends every field trip class party. But you know what? Before I was a mom, I was a teacher. And that is just as much me as the role of mom is. I take days off when my kids need me and that's just fine. That's what makes me, me. Number two, have it all. Somewhere, some jackass decided that moms couldn't have it all. We couldn't go to work and be an awesome mom, wife, whatever else we have to be. We couldn't be a mom and be a CEO, a doctor, or an entrepreneur. For the record, that's bullshit. Utter and complete bullshit. I'm still working on this and what I've come to realize is sometimes my all means one part of my life falls to the wayside for today or for this given moment. This year, I'm reassessing what it means to be everything for everyone and wear all of the hats in my life. The reality of the situation is you cannot do everything all of the time, and that's okay. The all shifts. It's malleable. And have what having it all means to me is what I'm doing everything I want to do for that single moment in time. All of the other stuff will come with time, and they will have their own moments. Number one, not having a damn clue. Parenting became a thing in the 1960s. Yeah, I bet you didn't know that. Before then, even though the word existed, parenting wasn't a thing. Crazy, right? So the modern idea is that, quote, there is a science of child rearing and that science will be evolving and we will get to be objectively better at doing it. Quote, end quote, according to Anne Hulbert, author of Raising America, Experts, Parents, and a Century of Advice About Children. This notion that we should be studying how to best parent our kids has gone a bit overboard. Now, we can't not know things, but if you make a mistake with your kids now, you'd better not tell a soul because you will be judged. No wonder we're inclined to be helicopter or lawnmower parents to our kids. Everyone out there is judging whether or not we are doing the right thing all the time. So guys, to end this, if you're a mom millennial like me who basically does all 10 of these things, you're in the right place, friend. If you're not, don't worry. I have other plans. I'll be discussing all aspects of my life, and I promise you there are many. So don't be shy. Subscribe and shout out to me on my new Facebook group, Confessions of a Momillennial. Until next time, hashtag sorry, not sorry.